Hi friends, it's Andrea here with another episode of Anti-Diet Revolution. Have you ever looked at a food label and felt overwhelmed by all the information that was available? What really should you be paying attention to on that label and how should you be interpreting that information? Have you ever wondered if some of those claims that manufacturers write on those food labels, if they're actually valid and accurate? Sometimes those claims that they make can really feel diety and like they're promoting and, you know, kind of falling into diet culture. I like to use labels in a very careful, intentional way so that we don't go down the rabbit hole of dieting or labeling foods as good or bad. And that's what I want to share with you today. Welcome to Anti-Diet Revolution, the source for your weekly dose of non-dieting approach to weight loss and improved health. I'm Andrea Heyman, and I've been a registered dietitian for over 25 years specializing in weight management. I've seen countless women struggle in their quest to meet their weight loss and health goals. Over the years, I've learned that traditional diet culture strategies just don't work. I've found the keys to help you feed yourself, lose the weight, and meet your wellness goals without restrictive eating, menu plans, or missing out on your favorite foods. Through a non-diet approach, I'll provide mindset strategies, tips, tricks to achieve your healthiest body, and I'll share the stories, strategies, and successes to get your healthiest self. Interview guests will share their transformations from a traditional diet culture approach to food freedom. I'm on a mission to knock out diet culture and help you achieve the freedom, growth, improved health, and enhanced lifestyle that comes with adapting the anti-diet approach. Let's dive in. When regulators decided to create a food label, and actually they are constantly updating based on what science is, they're updating what the requirements are on a food label. So there's a lot of thought that goes into what is required to be listed on a food label. And food manufacturers are obligated by law to be consistent with what the government is requiring to be listed on the food label. That being said, they are still trying to sell you a product. So you have to be very careful in what you're listening to, what you're not listening to, and being careful that the manufacturers are not bombarding you with too much information that is really not helpful because there can be a lot of noise in those labels. So let's break it down. I've got four takeaways for you to really simplify the process so that you're not getting bogged down and confused and all the information that's listed there and really how you can do this in an intentional way that is not diety and getting away from diet culture. So the first thing is, is I don't want you to get confused by the claims on the front of the food label. These can be very tricky. One of the best tips might be to completely ignore those claims on the front of food packaging. Remember that food manufacturers, they're trying to lure you into purchasing a product and they will make health claims when they can. They will make as many health claims as possible to get you to purchase. And in fact, there's research out there that shows by adding health claims to the front of food labels and food products that makes people believe the product is healthier than a product that doesn't list the health claims. So this can really affect 
consumer choices. And they can be kind of misleading and sometimes kind of false. So there are a lot of things that you can say or yeah, there are a lot of there's some phrases that you can use that don't really have tight definitions. And so you have to be knowledgeable. There are a lot that are out there, but here are a few that I just want to highlight. When you see the phrase multigrain, it sounds super healthy, but it only means that a product contains more than one type of grain. That's it. Most of those are refined unless the product is marked as whole grain. Natural doesn't mean that the product resembles anything natural. It means that at one point or, point or another, they worked with a natural source of food, whether it's rice or apples or anything like that. Organic, it really says very little about whether a product is healthy. For example, organic sugar is still or sugar, right? I never forget, I was when my, I think my oldest child was in preschool. I remember this person, Mind you, she's a pediatrician, so I was really shocked. And she said, oh, well, my kid eats the Pop-Tarts that they have at Trader Joe's for breakfast. And then she said, but they're healthy, they're organic. And I just couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Okay, so organic doesn't always necessarily mean super, super healthy food. And that's okay, you can still choose that food but just don't go don't make the choice thinking that you are getting something that you're not all right no added sugar is another phrase all right so some foods are naturally high in sugar all on their own they might not have additional sugar they might not have that added sugar into the product so you just want to be careful because when you see no added sugar you think ah oh, this is a, a really low sugar food but that's not always the case i think you guys get the idea that some of these claims, like I said, can be very, very misleading. And I just want you to be mindful that if you see those claims on the front of a label, don't always fall for that trap that they're trying to convince you to, to purchase the food. Can make it really hard for consumers to make healthy options without really going through the ingredients list or in, in the food more specifically. All right, my second takeaway is that I want to reframe the emphasis on calories. Diet culture places so much emphasis on calories, whether we're counting them, tracking them, keeping track of them when we're riding the stationary bike, all of these places, there is so much emphasis on calories. And the food label is no different. Let me ask you this. What piece of information is in big, bold font at the top of every label? It's the calories information, which reinforces that makes us think that calories are the most important piece of data. It's where our focus should be. And that's the most important factor when we purchase food. But this couldn't be further from the truth. There are plenty of low calorie foods that don't provide us a lot of nutrition or nutrients. And the opposite is also true. There are plenty of high calorie foods that are chock full of nutrients, dietary fiber, protein, etc. But if you're just paying attention to calories, you might not purchase that, that food. So I encourage you to avoid focusing on the calorie content and more placing more emphasis on the ingredients in the food that you're purchasing, which brings me to point number three, study the ingredients list. 
Remember that product ingredients are listed by quantity, so from highest to lowest. So the first ingredient, the first ingredient listed is in the product the most, in the most highest proportion. So a good rule of thumb is to look at the first three ingredients and they make up the largest part of what you're eating. So if the first three ingredients include refined grains, a type of sugar or hydrogenated oils, you're really safe to assume that the food isn't really providing you with much nutrition. Try choosing items that have whole foods listed as the first three ingredients. And if the list is longer than two lines, the total list of ingredients is longer than two lines, it suggests that the product is highly, highly processed and that there's a lot of things. But I want to underscore that even when examining the ingredients list, we still want to do it in an anti-diet way. So we don't categorically want to call a certain food unhealthy or bad or good. We just are going to make an informed decision, informed, empowered decision, and decide if we're going to eat that food or not. And if we do, we're going to do it without guilt, without shaming ourselves. But we will have the knowledge and the peace of knowing that we made a personal choice to eat that food. Takeaway number four, not all sugar is created equal. It's so common for people to ask me about the sugar that's listed on a food label. They will shy away from it without considering the source of sugar if the content seems pretty high. Remember that all types of sugars get lumped into that line on a food label, whether it's from syrup, table sugar, honey, or the sugar from fruit or fruit juice. It all gets lumped into the same line, but not all of these sweeteners result in the same physiologic response. The body responds very differently to natural sugars from fruits or fruit juices versus the sugars that are added to a food product. That's why it's really important to remember to examine that ingredient list and know where that sugar source is coming from. Again, making an informed choice whether you want to eat that food or not, because it is up to you. My overall advice is to use these four takeaways when looking at the food labels. But remember, the anti-diet approach includes a philosophy that all foods fit into a healthy diet. Don't get too caught up in excluding certain foods from your diet because some piece of data on the food label. Your job is really to make that informed decision and be an empowered consumer and eater. Until next time, take care. If you like this episode, please rate and leave a review. This is how we get the word out to others so they can be part of the anti-diet revolution. I read every review I receive and use that to push out more episodes that are helping you. Thanks for joining me today. Talk to you next week.